Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Tell you what, let me explain. It's free. Free. Nothing. Nada. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. Yeah, your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, many, many more. Uh, And I'll tell you, the distribution is fantastic. You can make money from your podcast. Yes, money. Yes, you can make money with zero or no minimum listenership. Pausing for dramatic effect. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So I tell you what, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started and do it now. Now, go, 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 do it now. Go. Attention all internet. Put the children in their cages. Shoot your pets. Yank grandmother's plug. Put down your crack pipe. It's time for Very Good, Very Quick. All right, welcome to Very Dark, Very Quick. Uh, this is episode one dozen. Yep, 12. Right? Yeah, 12 of these things out there in the ether. I'm Aaron, and this is... I'm still Mike. He's still Mike. And it just amazes me that there's 12 of these out there somewhere now. People are listening to them. Yeah. Can we're you getting, believe that shit? We're getting some spikes. Yeah. We get uh, I think that might be because our stats page is kind of wonky. That could have something to do with everything's a spike on there. It's It's the end of the month. We got seven (laughs) thousand viewers. Um, yeah, I the the ones that interest me the most are the ones from around the world. Yeah, we have what is it like Reykjavik? (laughs) Places Uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's we got um Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. I don't know if we really have that. small heads, big ears. Yeah, they listen to a lot of podcasts over there. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Shrink my head, will you? <laughs> I guess they do that in New Guinea, don't they? Isn't that where that is at? Dude, that's where all the cannibals at. That's where the cannibals at. That's where the cannibals Not the gold, at. but the cannibals. Not the gold. I think we say that. There's probably gold there, but you can't get it because of the cannibals. There's no new Coke there either. Oh, yeah. yeah. New Coke report. It's still dead. Still sucks. That's it. <laughs> there's more. There's well, new new Coke. To be honest with you. It's the same fucking Coke. They just put some mango essence in it. Uh, okay, okay, Grandpa. I'm just Listen, saying. All right. Fuck Coke. Uh, enough of the new Coke talk. So, speaking of that, uh, our topic this week is serial killers. Yes. <laughs> While we're on the subject. <laughs> There's a segue. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I know this is a subject that is near and dear to your heart. Yes, it is. I'm a huge uh, armchair sleuth. Yeah. Uh, I love these serial killer stories. It's kind of my jam. Yeah, you listen to a lot of the uh, unsolved crime podcasts, yeah. and or yeah. even the solved pod crime yeah. podcasts. Or pod true crime. crime. Yeah. They just call them true crime podcasts. True crime. Podcasts. Yeah, and there's a shit ton out of there's them. There's a shitload of them. Yeah, I'd love to do one, but there's so damn many. It's like, what's the point? Yeah, and I, I will tell you, you know, I only know about like the big ones, right? As far as serial killers go, 
Yeah, Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Not really a serial killer, but he always gets lumped in there, and that's okay. He belongs Um, there. Ramirez. Yeah. Um, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, the clown. Yeah. Oh, uh, the chick that they did monster. Oh, yeah. Eileen Warnos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was nuts. Uh, The Green River Killer. The Zodiac Killer. Green River Killer. BTK. Yeah. BTK is a nasty motherfucker, man. BTK was a nasty motherfucker because he never did it the same way. Yeah, and he would kill entire families. And and he, from what I understand, should have gotten away with all of it. He would have. And he came back and was like, ha ha, see, and then they fucking caught him. Well, what happened was he left a couple of clues after 20 years or so mm-hmm. of inactivity. Right. And then uh, he wanted to send something to the police mm-hmm. on a floppy disk. And, and he asked them, <laughs> he said, if, if I send y'all a floppy disk, y'all can't trace it, right? Mm. And they're like, sure, dude, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we can. So he sent it to them. And the metadata in the file showed that Microsoft Word was registered to really the church that Holy he was crap. a deacon or whatever at. And so they came and got his fucking ass. Metadata. He never would have gotten caught if he wasn't a fucking Luddite. I know that he would like go up and just like ask for a glass of water or something and he'd just like push his way in and tie up a whole family and yep. just torture them and kill them. Yeah. I mean, he was big into torture. Yeah. Yeah. He, did they say why he did that? He's... A serious narcissist uh-huh. and so everything that he says has to make him look good or make him look smart yeah and he's not so everything he says is just bullshit well the reason i ask is is a lot of these you know they go back to child abuse or or sexual abuse and things like that and a lot of these folks Wainos, what's what was her last Wernos. name Wernos. 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 so the only reason i know about her is because of the movie monster yeah and, uh, man, I will say, uh, A, when you watch that movie, she looks exactly like her. Yeah. She did a hell of a They did a great movie. job ugling up Charlize there. Yeah, yeah. But she's, yeah. she's it's a hell of a movie, too. It's a it's, good movie. I've never seen it. It's a very good movie. I've, I know a lot about the case. But, yeah. she, you know, Eileen Warnos never really interested me because she just killed people for money. I mean, she was nuts, mm-hmm. for sure. But she was abused pretty good. Yeah, she was messed up. And then um, she would tell them that they all raped her before right. she did it. It was always like self-defense. That. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty, big, pretty silly. You know, some of these guys like Richard Ramirez is one of them who just relish in the fame. Mm-hmm. She did, too. Mm-hmm. She was one of those sick fucks. Yeah. She liked to talk to the camera. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen a lot of interviews with her. Um, those are the worst serial killers, too. Well, and the the thing... I mean, they're all shitheads, but those are sure. like the ultra shitheads. The thing about her, though, if she were hotter, it would have been much bigger. That's true. You know? And the fact she was a prostitute. Had she not been a prostitute, it probably would have been bigger. Well, it's kind of amazing that she got caught, because mm-hmm. usually matters of prostitutes are mm-hmm. pretty well neglected by the police. Yeah. I guess she killed the wrong dude. Probably. Yeah. That's probably true. You know, I'm surprised you don't hear about more of that these days. Like, in our city... We've had a rash of uh, massage parlors shut down. Yeah, rub and tug joints. Yeah, and it's um, been a big deal around here. It has lately. been a big they deal are, around here. They are busting them all, and a lot of human trafficking. Yeah, you know that goes along with that. Come to find out, every massage parlor in this town is a rub and tug joint. Yeah, we're we're starting to realize. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty crazy, and um, you know, honestly, it's one of those things that hindsight's twenty twenty because when you look at their signs and stuff. It's always like the worst, you know, lithograph of a, you know, a guy laying down with just <laughs> hands touching him or yeah. whatever. I mean, you know what that fucking place is. 
but <laughs> to see that they're all like that i mean there's no legit massage no. parlors and i wish they would uh, i wish they would stop mentioning the um uh the human trafficking because it's not funny anymore they they spoil my, my <laughs> you can't laugh they at spoil it. my joke yeah you know yeah but yeah we had a the, i guess this last one they shut down there was a couple of chinese women living in the back against their will they had to get a uh somebody who spoke mandarin from the local college to come over and translate wow and that is some seedy underbelly shit. Man. It is some seedy underbelly shit. And I tell you what, that is, uh, you know, you don't believe when you see the billboards, you know, because you're like, yeah, I live here and I'm seeing a billboard for human trafficking. That's not happening. Well, fuck, I guess it is. Yeah, it is. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, normally I'm not just like, I don't think that prostitution is such a big deal. You know, we've even legalized no. it in some parts of the states at this point, but yeah. maybe you don't go to the rub and tug joints. Maybe mm. maybe that's not okay. Yeah. And now, Thoughts of the Past with Old Man Higgins. So, you ever get that feeling whenever you meet someone that you don't particularly like, but you can't prove it? Because they all smiles and, and, and uh, you know, uh, mask. They uh, hide behind a mask and you look at him and you're like, that guy's fucking crazy. You look at him and you know he's got some fucking marbles loose. That's all I'm saying is the fact that when I met Jim Jones, uh, Jimmy, I knew that asshole was probably going to do something real fucking stupid. And I even told my late wife at the time, he's going to hurt somebody. He's going to hurt somebody. Oh, God, this. Our Lord and Savior, that. Yahweh wouldn't want you to go killing people, even your own flock. He killed a bunch of people, and it was just real bad. It was just real, real awful. Then he killed all 900 or so of those people in Ghana. And it was real goddamn shitty. I mean, you just can't believe, you know, the, the press it got. Don't stop giving them press. Yes, mourn the people that died, but don't give these assholes any more praise. Don't stroke their ego. You know, I mean, shit. Yeah, people say serial killers are bad because they kill people. Well, cults are bad, too. Cults are real bad as well. It's always very, very awful. And uh, I, I gotta say, you boys listening to me, I really feel at, at ease that, that maybe my story won't go uh, lost the time. Um, thank you. When crime rears its ugly head, I listen to VDVQ. Back to Aaron and Mike. Harold Shipman. Yeah. Dr. Death. Dr. Death. These Angel of Death guys rack up some huge body counts. Man. Yeah, because nobody pays any attention. Yeah, because they just do it for decades. Yeah, it's usually people that are going to die anyway or close to death or have been told they're close to death or whatever. It's kind of the perfect crime. Yeah, this guy, uh, 218 credited murders and as many as 250, they say. Yeah. That's a lot. This guy wasn't trying to sing about how bad of a killer he was. They found out about those 200 just going through records. There's probably a lot more. Yeah. You know, yeah. most killers, they catch them and they want to inflate their numbers. Sure. Or they want to say, there's a few more y'all don't know about. Don't execute me and I'll tell you. This guy was like, no, I didn't do it. The Angel of Death folks... They think what they're doing is the right thing. I think they do, yeah. Yeah. I think they're sick, twisted individuals. Yeah, I think they have that God complex, and they figure, you know, I need to... And it, it's, it, it's, see, Kevorkian falls in that same place for me. And I think that some of the stuff that he did was good, but 
I also think he's got that God complex where he wants to control whether people live or die. Yeah. You know, maybe so. So uh, the other big one for me is, is uh, Ed Gein. Yeah. Ed Gein was a, was a sick fucker. Yeah. I mean, seriously sick. Yeah. I mean, he, you could tell just by looking at him that he was not right. But again, that's, that's the hindsight thing. You know? Yeah, I guess it is. I, mean, I, I didn't. I knew I was looking at a picture of Ed Gein the first time I saw him. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he really did just look like a backwoods hills have eyes. But the thing is, you roll by probably fifty of those guys that, during the true. day. That's you true. Know? On the way over here, I saw a guy, you know, pedaling a bike, and he's got like seventeen coats on and things like that. And I'm thinking, well, shit, that dude. You know, any one of those coats could be made of human flesh. Well, <laughs> that's true. Or the or the bicycle itself. That's true. And from what I understand, he was credited with uh, our, our what came out of his is Psycho uh, Chainsaw Massacre, right? Yeah. Both of those were based on him. Wasn't there one more? We reviewed it on Dumpster Fire Cinema, The Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so all three of those, which none of them seemed to be really him. Well, all of those movies probably borrowed a little from Keen, mm-hmm. but others as well. Like I know Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill was a little Ed Gein, a little mm-hmm. Ted Bundy. You know, he used the same tricks Ted Bundy used to get people to get in the car with them and mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Gein had a belt made out of human nipples. Mm-hmm. I've was... seen photos of it. It's just as disgusting as you would expect. Yeah. These were not pretty pieces of furniture and clothing that he was making this was not good apparel he was not a master builder no 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 this shit looked disgusting his whole thing was he wanted to be a woman yeah and so he was building that woman suit that he wanted to wear around he would both uh kill people to get parts of it and then he would also dig up graves to get parts of it yeah 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 he did a lot of grave digging middle of wisconsin you know yeah wisconsin Wisconsin, uh is a breeding ground for serial killers Mm mm-hmm there's quite a few. You think it's just the the sparsity of the state and the the severe cold and all I, of that? I think it's all the cold. Yeah. I think people go crazy. I mean, I live in Texas, so I would say that they're probably the antithesis of of Texas. Yeah. So they have a couple of months of summer, and we have a couple of months of winter. Shit. If you know what I'm that, saying? A couple yeah. of days sometimes. Yeah. Some that's years. True. That's true. Ed Gein, you know, abused. Alcoholic father, yeah. mother beat him a lot. Uh, he hated slash loved his mother. Anytime women reminded him of his mother, he'd kill him. You know things like that. Yeah. Have you ever looked into uh, into any of the stuff that Ed Kemper did? No. Well, Ed Kemper was like six foot nine, big mm. dude, a very imposing dude. He killed his grandparents when he was just a kid. Mm. He murdered them, shot them. Mm-hmm. They put him in an asylum. They let him out when he was eighteen. And his records were sealed. So he had two murders. But he was out killing uh, co-eds. He was, he was killing young girls. It's a lot of that. Yeah. Well, that was kind of uh, the thing in the 70s, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Nursing students, co-eds. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. yeah. Starlets. Right. Uh, like in that. California, it was very mm-hmm. fashionable yeah. to kill young white women yeah. for, for yeah. a good decade there. Sorry, white women. Where do white women That happened at? to y'all. Yeah. So let's go with another uh, well-known one. So Dahmer. Yeah, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. Nasty. Dahmer is, is probably the most famous one of my lifetime. Not Manson. Not really, no. I, that Manson was before me. By the time Manson was in jail and all that stuff, it was he was just some crazy old dude, you know, with a swastika on his head. Dahmer, because it happened late 80s, early 90s, yeah, I was aware of everything. 
I just remember watching the footage on TV of them pulling all the stuff out yeah. of his apartment and all that. Barrels and fridges. Yeah. yeah. He was injecting people yeah. with Drano. He mm-hmm. was drilling mm-hmm. holes in their drilling head. Drilling holes in their Drano skulls. In their, yeah. He was trying to make a sex slave. Yes. He wanted a zombie. Yes. Basically. Uh-huh. And he did this to this one kid. And the kid managed to get away from him and escape. Right. And went and found a cop. Right. And told the cop what was going on. Uh, the cop brought him back and released him back into Dahmer's custody. According to Dahmer, the kid was dead before the cop even got out of his building. Really? Yeah. Dahmer killed his first victim when he was a teenager. Right. Maybe he was 16. Yeah. I don't know. He's very young yeah. uh, to be killing. <laughs> Whenever I see portrayals of serial killers on tv you know they always show them as kids like pulling the wings off flies and right you know murdering bedwetting local, local cats torturing and stuff cats. like that yeah so that's definitely he definitely falls into that wheelhouse for me it's the trinity yeah uh, bedwetting animal abuse and what's the other one new Coke. oh uh <laughs> pyromania pyromania yeah that's true yeah. that's true they said that he was sentenced to like 950 something years in jail yeah and then he was killed after two, right? Murdered yeah. by another inmate with a broomstick, they say, up the ass. Doing doing God's work. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer always struck me as a, a remorseful person. I always kind of felt sorry for him. Not that I think that anything that he did is excusable sure. in any way. Sure, uh, I'm not saying that at all. Well, and he just came across as like a hapless sad sack. I don't know if maybe that was <laughs> his defense. Like, maybe... He was trying to come off as some kind of victim, but if he did, he did a good job of it. He seemed like a really miserable person, and he, he, I almost feel bad for he him. He reminds me of a guy that you and I would have worked with in IT somewhere. Yeah. You know, honestly. And now, Shut Up Your Wrong with Volk. I am Volk, or if you haven't known me, Volk yet, Volk, eh, you're just meeting me now. Sorry for the squeaky noises and kind of hiding out today. Wikipedia defines a serial killer as a typical person who murders three or more people. That's just a starting point. Okay, so then there's a shit ton of them, which don't define them. Usually in the service of an abnormal psychological gratification. So random shooters aren't exactly out. Including gang members of the same sect in my view, but hey, anyway. With murders taking place over more than a month and including a significant period of time between them. I'm still going to go with the kind of like gang members being the same fucking thing. Different authorities apply different criteria when designating a serial killer. Oh, God. So, in other words, in depth, this actually means that they have different opinions on what qualifies as a serial killer. Not just somebody who stabs people and or, you know, murders people keep a foot. This is a wide depth and creates a new fear. Oh, God, this just drives me nuts. These are things that should be simple as fuck, but we have to apply more and more to them so that we can truly understand them or gratify them or placate away from the fear of them. So yeah, there's serial killers. There are people who kill in a pattern or reasoning that doesn't apply to normality. And then there's the normal people who work in places where they won't kill criminals. 
They have death row. They stare at death row inmates, inmates waiting in, holding out hope for their own survival, and that's not a serial killer. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, that's sanity in this insane world. Thank you very much. This is Lord Volkirk saying, "Fuck it all." News five on the spot. This is a special report. Now to anchor Sally Moondick. I'm Sally Moondick with a special report. Reports are coming in from City Hall that Mayor Dimsburg has just resigned. The only information we have is that this could possibly be due to his declining health. We will break in with additional information as we receive it. News 5 on the spot. News when you need it. Ragbag is a fortnightly music podcast presented by me, Frank Burton. I play stuff like this. I mean, is this eclectic enough for you yet? What more do you want? I also tell strange stories and engage in some quality listener interaction. Although it has to be said, most of my listeners are not the greatest caliber of person. I'm only being honest. I'm just hoping someone intelligent is actually listening to this promo. Please help me out here, guys. Download Ragbag from SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher with more information at frankburson.co.uk. Do you wear clothes? If so, you cannot afford to miss this episode of Mike and Aaron on VDBQ. Do you know about this guy, Bruce MacArthur? No. This guy is, he just got caught. Really? Yeah, this is very current. This dude is a landscaper in Toronto, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was murdering people. Fucking Canadians. I know, right? Mm-hmm. So this guy was basically, like, killing homeless people, mm-hmm. and he was putting their bodies in planters. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. That he was yeah. taking, that he was installing at his I customers' homes. That. Yeah. So he got caught, like, maybe a month ago. And they found a few of these bodies uh-huh. in some planners at his house that were ready to go out. So Toronto had to do a citywide search mm-hmm. of all these planners that this guy had uh, installed looking for bodies. And they found some. Yeah, I heard that he had the most beautiful plants, though. Yeah, well, they were mm-hmm. healthy. Yeah, very healthy it's plants. Almost, yeah. It's almost like they were super nourished. Yeah, yeah. It was a little shop of horrors type situation. Right, exactly. Yeah. So this guy killed a shitload of people, and they have they got him. They got him January eighteenth. So so that's some crazy shit, man. This dude is bold. Yeah, hiding people's yeah. body parts in planners. Yeah, it just... doesn't seem like a very good way to get rid of any evidence. No, it I mean, let a good wind blow through and knock one of those yeah. trees down and break the planner, and you got a head rolling down I've, the street. I've never looked at a topiary and thought, yeah, that's a good place to stash a body. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's another guy that really interests me, H.H. Holmes. Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah. It was Chicago, right? Yeah, during the World's Fair. Yeah, he built this big murder house. Yep. They said that he would hire these crews to come in and build, and then he'd immediately fire them. Right. Because he didn't want any of them knowing what he was building. 
Yeah, he right. would let them build a wall and then right. bring in a whole right. other crew to build another wall. Build build a set of stairs that went into the wall. Right. Kind of thing. So this guy basically built this labyrinth in an old hotel building, uh-huh. and nobody knew about it. Uh-huh. I mean, this dude was a, a grifter. He did insurance fraud on a regular basis. He was constantly getting insurance on people and then killing them. Really? Yeah. He moved to England for a little while, and it is suspected by some of the more tinfoil hat people Mm -hmm. out there that he was Jack the Ripper. Really? Which I don't think really fits, but the timeline seems to match up. Does it? Yeah. I think it's kind of silly. There's another guy that people suspect might have been Jack the Ripper, and he's from right here in Texas. Really? They called him the Servant Girl Annihilator, and he the was... The Servant Girl Annihilator. I know. That's a hell of a serial killer that's a, that's name, a rest- isn't it? That's a wrestling name. Yeah. They never caught him. This was in Austin. Uh, you know the Moonlight Towers that they have yeah, built yeah, all over absolutely. Austin? Yeah, yeah. Rumor is, and I don't know if it's true or not, There, it's it's up for a lot of debate, but those were built because they needed to light up the fort so that they could catch the servant girl in hmm. later. Hmm. They needed to light the street because this guy was just grabbing servant girls in the middle of the night and annihilating them. Who's letting all these servant girls walk around? And now, Crazy Vicky. Mama never did have any much luck with men. She would bring them around and make me call them uncle, which was fine by me. Seeing that my daddy was never in the picture, I figured whatever I could get out of him, then I would. I'd ask him to take me to the park, fix my broken dolls, tell me why boys are yucky, you know, daddy stuff. Then, just I'd get them, get so used to them being there, poof, they'd be gone again. Mama would tell me they had business in another town, or they went to get smokes and never came back. I always gave her the benefit of the doubt, you know? Because she's my mama. Mamas aren't supposed to lie. I thought that was the way things were for a really long time. Until I found the box. Now, we moved a lot. My mama and me. Hmm. Seems like she never could get used to being in one place for very long. I guess that's why I never really made friends. That and being kind of weird. At least that's what she'd tell me. We lived in Florida, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma, Tallahassee, you know, a bunch of states. Every time we'd move real quick, too. Like in the middle of the night, she'd run into my room, tell me to get my blanking stuff, and brush out of the house with almost nothing. After about the age of ten, I got pretty good at it, and the night before one of our moves, my mom would get real nervous, and she'd tell me about Uncle Joe, or Jim, or James being blankety blank blank blank. I'm not coming back. Blinkity blinks are really bad words that I'm not allowed to say, otherwise Momo's going to hide me in the closet. Anyways, that pretty much signaled the middle of the night run. I guess she liked to leave a place real clean when we left. I will say, though, she always had a place for us to go. One time we left so fast, Mama forgot her stuff. We turned around to go get it, and when we got close, there was a bunch of police lights all around. We must have moved a hundred times or more growing up. One of the last times, I guess. I was about 14 or so. She was sweating real bad, pacing around the house. I smelled the bleach again. Tiptoed into the bathroom. And I found her passed out on the floor. I guess it was from the smell or something, because I remember my eyes stinging real bad. I hollered at her, but she just laid there. 
I could see she was breathing, but I had to get out real fast with my eyes stinging so bad and all. I went into the kitchen and tried to get some water from the tap, but nothing came out. So I felt my way under the sink, where she always kept a big old milk gallon, and poured it in my eyes, and boy, did it feel better. Just kind of sat there for a while, rubbing my eyes, waiting for things to clear up. When I opened the cabinet, I saw something on the back. It was a box I'd never seen before. I reached in and pulled it out. It was kind of heavy. It's like an old cigar box, you know, with the paper on it and the hinge top. It's kind of like an wrapping Christmas present. But I didn't have any presents. Inside the box were a whole bunch of driver license. And the bottom of the box, well, loose teeth. I know Mama said the tooth fairy wasn't real, but why would she have all of these? Maybe Mama's tooth fairy. They were too big to be mine, even the ones I lost when I was 11. So it was kind of weird, but Mama's a tooth fairy. I put the box down and started looking through the rest of the stuff. The licenses were all people I knew, like uncles I had left. I guess Mama kind of knew they were leaving and wanted something to remember them by. I guess that's it. I don't know. Anyway, I never did say anything to Mama about the box. I just wrapped it back up. By the time the sun came up, the fumes were pretty much gone and Mama woke up. I told her I was scared she was her and she kind of hugged me and then told me I was stupid for worrying. But I knew she didn't mean it. You could tell. We left that place the night next night and moved into the last house we ever lived in together. After the night, Mama wasn't the same. She was such a good mom. News 5 on the spot. This is a special report. Now to anchor Sally Moondick. I'm Sally Moondick with a special report. More news coming in after the resignation of the mayor. A grim discovery was made when interns were removing items from the mayor's office. Vials of blood and several knives found in the mayor's desk. The former mayor cannot be reached for comment. News 5 on the spot. News when you need it. You've been listening to Aaron and Mike, and now, back to the show. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Your favorite necrophiliac. He kind of is the the king of the serial killers. Well, he's a good-looking guy, and he's personable. Yeah. Bat shit crazy. He was a fucking monster. Mm -hmm. He killed a bunch of people, and then he broke out of prison and went to a sorority house and bludgeoned like five girls to death with mm-hmm. a bedpost. This yeah. guy is what they write horror movies about. This guy was a real life horror movie murderer. I mean, so was BTK, but this guy was savage. Yeah. Just a fucking animal. Yeah. He well, did nasty things to these poor girls. And it didn't help that, like I say, he was good looking and had a good personality. Yeah, he was able you to know, get people to get in his car. That makes it even creepier yeah. when, when there's a guy like that. You know, it's a guy that looks like maybe he could host a late night show or something and you know that he's out killing women. Yeah. And he escaped from prison. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he escaped from prison and could not help himself. He yeah. just escaped so he could go murder some people. It's crazy. He wasn't trying to get away. No. He just wanted to kill a few more people before they gave him the fucking chair. Wow. Which they did, yeah. by the way. Yeah. yeah. Gave him the chair. And was he, he in the, was the chair or yeah. lethal oh, injection? Yeah. If you want to see the photo, 
it's no, out good. there. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. No, they gave him the chair. They fried his ass. He like appealed to Pat Robertson at one point and had Pat <laughs> Robertson on his side because he was saying that porn made yeah. him kill. Yeah. Yeah. And so it started this whole porn debate and it fueled the religious right into equating porn with serial killers and right. it was bullshit right it was just ted bundy trying to appeal to the evangelicals and get some money on his side get some people for his cause but they still fried his bitch ass now i don't know who this guy is but i've heard his name well, hold before. on hold on hold on let's keep talking about ted bundy okay the people love ted bundy okay ted More. bundy is the people's choice for serial killers this guy had women proposing marriage to him when he no. was in prison yeah he had girls at his feet he was the guy that they all write too. yeah yeah well he was a big one uh yeah. another one was richard ramirez richard right. ramirez actually got married in prison right. to a to a murder groupie right but this dude ted bundy had murder groupies flocking he represented himself in court and he did I separate that. voices for the lawyer <laughs> when, when he was doing questioning he was just absolutely insane i think that the justice system did fail ted bundy I mean, he was an awful person and deserved to be locked up, mm -hmm. but letting him represent himself. It's everybody's right. One of the other constants that you see with serial killers is a high IQ. When you talk about somebody like Bundy, you talk yeah. about um, even Dahmer, I think, had a high IQ. There have been some serial killers with very high IQs. Yeah. Edmund Kemper yeah. was way up there in like the 160s or something. Really, And uh, Rodney Alcala... Who is the guy that went on the dating game? Oh. you Have you heard of this guy? No, have not. I well, like this story so far, though. <laughs> well, he went on the dating game, and he actually won. You can see really? this guy's dating game appearance. It's on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. He actually got the date with the girl, but she refused to go out with him afterwards because she thought he was creepy. Ah, this guy killed a her. shitload of women. Just a ton. They don't even know how many people he killed. He had this photo album full of photos of women. Some of those women he killed. Some of those women have never been heard from again. Yeah. And they just don't know who they so are. So he killed them all. Not all of them. Some of them have turned up alive. Oh, okay. But a lot of them have not. He was having women come to his house so he could take photos of them. This was in Los Angeles. So a lot of these girls were students or mm -hmm. runaways mm -hmm. or some of them were prostitutes. And he actually was taking photos of these women right. he didn't kill them all right he killed some of them but when, uh, when was this this was in the 70s okay 70s were a wild time for serial killers yeah. man sickos had evolved right. but forensics right. had not right so these guys weren't getting caught i mean of course they all eventually slipped up and did something stupid sure it's just their hubris that usually catches them yeah a lot of the times it is yeah and now a vdvq special presentation well, hello. I ain't gonna say my name because I think that's not appropriate for this situation because I did some bad things, I tell you. I mean, some bad things. You know, since I've been doing time, I kind of lost remorse, lost attention, lost whatever kind you think about it. When I was a trucker back in uh, a couple years ago, yeah, I was kind of like a virgin. I had a lot of weight on me. Never did have, sleep with anybody. Never saw a pretty woman naked except for on TV. But I never seen something live. So I was at that their truck stop and uh, saw me a pretty lady out there. She was trying to get some money for some sex, I guess. It was something else. Because uh, 
She told me to take my pants down, and I was like, oh, I can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. Oh, I can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. So I finally got my pants down, and she started roughing it up a little bit, and as she did, she got caught on her tooth. And you know what I did? I whacked her in the head. I sliced her up. She pissed me off so damn bad. Hell, I think I like killing women better than I like having sex with them. So that gave me a rush. So I liked it. I loved it. I tell you, it was something else. I killed, I killed that poor girl for she biting on me, and I just didn't like it. So I thought all them prostitutes were the same. Some called a prostitute, I called a hooker. I, I thought to myself, there's something I can do. To help the people of the United States. So what I did was I killed that poor girl. I put her behind a Waffle House. So then I made this profession of mine while I was driving the truck. So I had something else to do besides just driving that truck. Now, I got business to business. I got city to city. I had New Orleans. I had a cut and shoot Texas one time. But each time, each time... I ain't going to go tell them details, but it's something that would make you sick and throw up all of yourself, make you not feel well. But, you know, I was going from town to town, and them waffle houses, I was just, man, I'd wrap them up, kill them, slice them up, even eat some of them. Some of them good people. Some of them, some girls be good. I eat them. Mm. Well, I shouldn't have done that, but I still did. It was all right. Austin, Texas. I was at that waffle house, and I... As I thought to myself, these hookers are doing no good to people. They're giving people diseases, things they ain't just crawling in the wrong places. So what I did, I left her there in that trash can. I got hungry. I thought to myself, hell, instead of eating her, I'd just go in there and get me some, some nice waffles. So as I went in there, the dishwasher guy, he came right out, and guess what he did? He called the police, and I had blood kind of on my arm. I didn't know it, and... uh Right there was my end of my, 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 well, hold on a minute, I'm going to cry, because, because I had so much fun, um, um, it makes me upset that I got caught, 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 and I, okay, okay, I'm breathing, all right, all right, I'm breathing now, I'm good, I'm good, but anyway, I'm not sorry for killing them women, because I would do it again, and that's my final story, and I just want to tell it like that. They ain't killed me in here yet. I've been on death row, I think. I'm just waiting for my time. They say it's just your turn. Will y'all be good? I, I tell you what, truckers, appreciate you. And you know what? Y'all should do the same thing I do, because I believe in it. Do you have someone special in your life? They don't understand you, but we do. Do you have someone you can't live without? We don't judge. Do you have someone that smell of desperation. Clean up the scent of the storm. Kill your body over. Do you spend a lot of time in the bushes? Yes. Do you hide behind walls? Yes. Are you under the stairs as we speak? Yes. Are you in crawl spaces? Like a lot. <laughs> Don't let them smell you coming. Obsessed. Yes. Yes.
good, they'll die. Obsessed by Monsanto. Obsessed. Available at your local Kroger. Want to have some fun? Come learn about all things sex with me, Erica Miley, and Sex the Podcast. I talk about everything sex-related from relationships, sex toys, and even how to talk to your kids about sex. Find me on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean, or ericamiley.com. Come become a sex nerd with me. News 5 on the spot. This is a special report. Now to anchor Sally Moondick. I'm Sally Moondick with a special report. More grisly discoveries made as authorities search the former mayor's office. A sweater made of human flesh and what appears to be pubic hair found draped on a hanger in the now-wanted mayor's office closet. If you have any information as to his whereabouts, call 911. News 5 on the spot. News when you need it. Has anyone seen my mama? Please take me back to VDBQ. I want Aaron. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're in Texas. Yep. Do you know Tommy Lynn Sells? No. Tommy Lynn Sells, the brutal Texan. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard of this guy either, but it was between 1985 and 1999. Huh. And it says that uh, he claimed to have killed at least 70 people. Wow. He would break into bedrooms and, like, stab young girls, you know, like 16 times. The last one, he broke into a 10-year-old girl's room, stabbed her a bunch of times, and left her to die. And she didn't die. And so she described him, and that's how they caught him. This guy was executed. Yeah. I had never heard of this guy, and it's weird that we live in Texas, and it was between 85 and 99 that we don't know this guy. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. And he was executed. They usually make a big mm-hmm. deal out of it mm-hmm. when they execute people around here. He looks like a real scumbag. Yeah. yeah. Well, he looks like a country singer. That's what he looks like. Yeah, he kind of does. From like the 70s. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, another Texas serial killer whom I actually have a personal story about. Mm. Have you ever heard of Kenneth Allen McDuff? Yes. Yeah. So this was the guy that was kidnapping people and murdering them. They called him the broomstick killer because he murdered a woman with a broomstick in a convenience store that's not 20 miles from where we're sitting right now. Really? Yeah. McDuff, that is in the same school district as the city where my wife grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of her aunts and uncles have friends of friends that had McDuff stories because he was kind of the town asshole. He got caught and went to prison for a long time, and they were going to give him the death penalty. And this was sometime in the mid-90s, 95 or 96. They were getting ready to give him the death penalty, and he was trying to get out of the death penalty. So he was offering to lead the sheriff to some of the bodies that he'd buried. Mm -hmm. He led him to this little place near a park on the Falls River. Mm. And my girlfriend at the time, wife now, and a bunch of friends, and I used to go down to this spot. Yeah. It was under a car bridge. We would go out there and, you know, do 
teenager stuff. Sure. And uh, and we went out there one day to do teenager stuff, and there was like a thousand cop cars there. Really? Yeah. So we got the hell out of there. A couple days later, we read in the newspaper that they were down there digging up a body. McDuff had led the authorities down to this spot. So, long story short, we were doing the jitterbug on yeah. top of a corpse. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was within 30 feet of Kenneth McDuff. Berkowitz. He was the son of Sam. Yeah. He's yeah. the one that talked to dogs, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know that that was necessarily true, though. I yeah. think he might have just said that because he was going for an insanity defense. He was the one they they said was a Satanist. Right. Well, all that stuff, right? I think he might have said that he worshipped the devil at sure. some point, but I don't think anybody believed any of it. He just made shit up. Yeah, he just made a bunch of shit up. He was a real scumbag. I don't find him too interesting either. You know, he just yeah. seemed like a sad person that had a gun and an inferiority complex and just wanted to go out there and hurt people. Right. You know, I mean, not that any of these serial killers are to be admired. They're absolutely not to be admired, but some of them are interesting. I don't think he is. I'm going to go on record. And I know this is, is probably a little out there, you know, as far as a viewpoint goes, but I'm going to say that most of these serial killers, they're dicks. Yeah. They're bad guys. Yeah. Not good guys. No, no heroes here. Yeah. No. Uh, so that's uh, that's Berkowitz, son of Sam. The the talking to dogs always uh, uh, set that one aside for me. Well, and he also wrote those batshit letters to the police. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wasn't that about the same time as the Zodiac killer? The Zodiac killings had stopped maybe seven years earlier, and people were still a little bit on edge. The Son of Sam killings were a big fucking deal. Yeah. People were out in the streets trying to find this guy. I mean, the media was all over it. It was almost a small town thing because he was only killing people in a very small area in New York. Right. And in a neighborhood. I remember people talking about how pissed off they get there in those kind of areas during the summer, how people are, you know, they're all taking no shit. Pissed off. Yeah. 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 If the citizens would have found him before the cops did, they would have straight ripped him to pieces in the middle of the street. Genuine lynch mob yeah, type yeah. situation. Yeah. Absolutely. This guy's lucky as shit that he didn't get some mob justice. Yeah, when I think of Berkowitz, I think lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that we've not really talked about, well, we kind of did, is the way that serial killers have been uh, aggrandized in movies they have been made to be heroes they really have yeah. yeah what's that about i guess it's an easy thing to digest for people because there's so many shows and there's so many podcasts and so many movies about serial killers and a lot of them are are true true crime fans almost don't get out of bed unless there's multiple murders yeah why is that why why is that something that people are so interested in but you know honestly without serial killers you wouldn't have jason you wouldn't have freddie you wouldn't have michael myers you know because all of that stuff bleeds right into that those people were inspired by actual monsters well leatherface i mean that literally goes right back to game yeah Serial killers and murderers in general are absolutely repulsive. There's no redeeming qualities about any of these people. They're not to be idolized. They're not to be respected. There's nothing to like about these fucking awful people. But they certainly have secured a spot in pop culture. Oh, yeah. We shouldn't put them on a pedestal or anything like that. Absolutely not. But I will say, if 
one of them wanted to try to run an ad campaign. Maybe we're a vehicle that could help them out. Sure. You know, if if any serial killers that are listening want to do an interview. Yeah. If you've got a your side of the story you want to get sure. out. I'd love to hear from this Toronto uh, yeah. landscaper murderer guy. I would love to know. I mean, obviously you didn't do it. Tell mm-hmm. us why. What I'd love to see is like a, a nice landscaping series from jail. You know, maybe maybe he tells us how to cut our topiaries to look like poodles and things like that. You know, I'm thinking maybe a Bob Ross type serial killer series. Sure. You know, and he didn't have to make any money off of it. I mean, I'm willing to, to do that for him. Sure. But uh, yeah, if we could hook him up with maybe a little video equipment. Which, I mean, these days, cameras are so small, you can get them up almost anybody's ass. You sneak one in there, you know, and do a little series. Yep. I think it'd be pretty nice. I'm all for it, man. Yeah. So, uh, you a know. A killer garden or something like that. You know, something catchy. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> let's do that. So, uh, so yeah, Bruce MacArthur, get in touch. Yeah. Get in touch, Albert. Bruce MacArthur. It does kind of worry me just simply because they are kind of idolized especially by kids these days it seems like yeah a lot of that stuff happens in russia it (laughs) gets filmed yeah and then kids see it you know what i'm talking about like the hammer murders and all that kind of stuff yeah dostrovskabogiga maniacs Yeah, yeah 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 Those guys were fucked up. I saw that video. Oh, yeah. I saw that video a long time ago before I knew better than to watch shit like mm-hmm. that. It was horrifying. Well, it goes back to that Faces of Death time yeah. in our lives. Oh, you that know? made everything on Faces of Death oh, fuck look yeah. fucking tame. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. Here's why I say that's troubling. The last school that I taught at, there were some kids in there one day that were watching videos on YouTube. I guess it was on YouTube. Of animals that had either been hit by cars or something like that. Okay. And so that, to me, feeds into that sort of psyche. Were they just roadkill or were these animals no, that they were, were dying? they were animals that were dying. And they're just watching that shit. <laughs> Look at that one. That's you know, awful. That kind of thing. Yeah. That's terrible. That scares the crap out of well, me, doesn't it? I've got this guy that I work with that's mm-hmm. a hunter, and he likes to shoot prairie dogs. So I don't know if you know anything about shooting prairie dogs, but when you shoot prairie dogs, you're exterminating them because right. they're a nuisance. Right, they're a menace, yeah. And so you'll go out there and kill like a thousand of them. And mm-hmm. this guy records them, and he likes to watch back the video of him shooting prairie dogs and going, that wood went splat, did you see it? No, that's not I don't good. think that's okay. That's not okay. This guy's a ordinarily a normal guy. I mean, he's a deacon in his church. Aren't they all? I know, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Well, so is BTK. Yeah, that is not a good thing. No, <laughs> no, because you're just watching them suffer. Well, they're not suffering. Well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you're you're watching them explode. Yeah, you're I watching mean, them I def- suffer. I you're definitely think that watching animals die slowly is worse than watching gophers explode. Yeah, but it's the same ballpark. Yeah, they're isn't in it? the same ballpark. Yeah, yeah, because the next thing you're going to do is just cut a couple legs off until it dies or whatever. You know, I would think that's the next logical step in that if you can catch a fucking prairie dog and cut his legs off that'd be a feat but you know what i'm saying i do know what you're saying. i mean that again goes back to that pulling the wings off flies kind of thing you know that kind of stuff when i was in junior high there was a kid that i made friends with over a summer mm-hmm. that was i think a genuine serial killer type psychopath really? yeah yeah 
uh, what it was was he had an old muzzleloader gun and he shot at me with it. Wow. And he said, oh, there wasn't a load in there, but I don't know. But anyways, this guy, I had a pet rat. I named him Kojak. So this guy comes over to my house one day and said, hey, your rat's dead. And I didn't know the rat was dead. Right. I don't know if he killed the rat or right. not. Right. But I was like, oh, shit, my rat's dead. And it sucked. And we went on. And yeah. then when he left that night, my rat was gone. Oh, the corpse of Kojak had, Ooh, was yuck. gone. And I knew that, that he took it because I knew he was a fucking psychopath. Yeah. And uh, I went to his house and it had to have been like weeks later. And we were going to go do something. And he leads me into uh, this room in his house where he had a vice set up. And the corpse of my rat was in this vice, Holy partially shit. skinned and partially decomposed. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I quit hanging out with that guy pretty soon after that. Those were two very weird incidents. There was another yeah. very weird thing he did where he tried to kill his mom. Oh, tried to stab his mom to death. He went away for a while after wow. that. He's out. I've seen him on Facebook. Uh huh. He's roaming the world got deacon. married to someone else i know he's a deacon somewhere yeah he's a deacon yeah. in some church yeah. somewhere i hope he's okay i was a pretty dark kid when i was much younger i get that uh and yeah. i got better so maybe <laughs> he did too yeah maybe so maybe so did you ever have a rat in a vice that was decomposing no see what i'm saying I've, i have never harmed an animal ever in my life there's a line there isn't yeah. there? yeah there really is when we saw all this stuff really go to town it was when we closed a lot of the mental institutions yeah that, that's when you started seeing a lot more of these people get put back on the streets yeah it's unfortunate these days because we don't have enough talks about mental health we have talks about crazy people all the time but we don't talk about true mental health no well just today there was a another mass shooting saw that uh yeah. at, at YouTube. youtube's yeah. headquarters mm -hmm. at the time of this recording in 2018 it's april and there's been already 10 or 15 yeah. mass shooting uh, events in Lots. the united states yeah. um and it's far becoming, too many for my taste it's becoming quite worrying i mean we've been here for a while but it's starting to become an everyday event it's almost not shocking anymore is it no it's really not we very clearly have a mental health issue in this country no, we have a that big is mental not health. being addressed yeah and, and it's it's when homelessness went through the roof that's when mental illness went through the roof i mean these people just don't get help and now the lighter side of life with lady glitter sparkles hail fellow and well met i'm taking a theater class at the community college well i mean i went to the first class but i i heard that and thought it was very eloquent if outdated i mean fellow it should be person at the very least anyway I'm Lady Glitter Sparkles, your guide to the world of enlightenment and true happiness. Something has been bothering me lately. I was at the Tin Pig restaurant the other day, protesting, of course, when I became very thirsty and was forced to go inside this place of carnage and murder for something cool to sustain me through the hours of protest. Can you believe all they had to offer was beer and watermelon bazinga margaritas? Zero spring water to be found. I guess it was happy hour or something. I don't know. I don't keep up with that kind of stuff. I was forced to drink one, well, five of those watermelon things. I was thirsty. So while 
I was there. I overheard a conversation between two disgusting men eating what I can only describe as a murder sandwich about serial killers. They said this one was bad, that one ate people, this one killed nurses, and that one killed kids. I was flabbergasted. I told them off as fast as I could. Oh, I think I did. The bartender later told me I fell off my stool when I yelled murder farts at them as they left. I don't remember that part, but I'm sure working in an animal murder factory warps one's mind. Anyway, the point I was trying to make was that we get so up in arms about these so-called serial killers when murder happens all over every day. Everyone that eats meat is a murderer, and this murder has gone on for centuries, maybe eons. We as an enlightened people must move forward and become at one with our animal brethren. We need to stop the senseless everyday slaughter of all animals and the consumption of their flesh. Until we reach a day where we can stroll alongside all creatures, great and small, we are a society that does not value life. Serial killers, smurial killers. Let's talk about the real problem. Meat eaters. We should hunt them down one by one until the problem is fixed. My animal friends have been talking to me and they tell me to kill all meat eaters. I've written a long list of thoughts and demands down with the help of the thoughts given to me by Mother Earth and the animals of the wild, and I will be releasing these plans a little at a time to the local papers until the madness stops. Sooner or later, they'll all listen. They'll all pay. The herbivores shall have their day! Oh. Oh, oh my goodness, what happened? I think I might have blacked out for a second. I'm sorry. Um, ever since I had those drinks, I just haven't been myself. One moment while I center. Um, better. As I was saying, meat is murder. Don't do it. I think I need some spring water. Until next time, namaste. Again, fuck serial killers. Yes, uh, serial folks. killers are on the whole yeah. repugnant people. Yeah. They're not good folks. They're very interesting. I would love to know what it is that makes these people the way Snap. they are. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a perfect storm of you know a lack of empathy, narcissistic personality, and you know perhaps a, a little bit of a shitty upbringing in yeah. a lot of cases. Yeah. They're almost a different species. No, it's like there's something missing. There's something missing or there's something extra. Yeah. Have you ever been just walking around or hanging out somewhere and you see somebody that just looks mm-hmm. disturbing? Yeah. Like you feel yeah. like that person needs to be they just removed. They feel ominous. They feel from ominous. Where yeah. I was at the Apple store a couple of months ago and there was this guy standing in there and he looked like he was just a second away from snapping, killing everybody in sight. And he looked like he could do it too. Yeah. And I just did not like being in his presence. He was 30 feet away from me across the store, and I could just see the crazy mm-hmm. on him. I was just one weird look away from grabbing somebody and being like, hey, right. is that dude going to be okay over there? Yeah. He just creeped me out. Like I say, you know, you, you drive around and you see these guys all the time. Yeah. And it's really kind of frightening. Yeah. There's a lot of creepy fucking people out there, man. There are. Thank God. All right. So you want to wrap this thing up? 
Uh, yeah, how do we wrap this up? Well, let's uh, let's do this. I think we've already said that serial killers are, are bad. Yes, we are against serial killing. Yeah, stop that in serial killing. No more serial Don't killing, Don't do guys. it. Hey. Just put the knife down. Or the... Or the chainsaw. Chainsaw or the uh, rope. Big hook. Or the... Yeah, the big hook. There's not enough... You know what? If, if you got a big hook and you want to kill somebody... <clears throat> We'll let it go this one time. Yeah, because there really hadn't been a lot of those. Yeah. Not enough. We need to balance the scales back well, out. Not enough uh, uh, Gordon's Fisherman killers out there. Just that one guy from... Uh, Scream. I Know What You Did Last Night. Oh, summer. I Know What You Did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, same show. Yeah. Whatever. And the Jeepers Creepers guy, kind of. I mean, yeah. he, he kind of looks like the Gordon's Fisherman. Yeah. But he's a, he's a mothman. Jeepers Creepers. You know the guy that made those movies as a child rapist? Really? Yeah. Is he really? Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yep. So that's about all we got to say about really the it. serial killers at this point. Just don't be killing. Don't be killing people. It's just live your lives. Don't kill. If it's you fun. feel like you want to kill, just just take a moment. Just and count to ten. Count to count, uh, ten, twenty, whatever it takes. Maybe punch a pillow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Punch a pillow. You know, look in the mirror and just say, "Don't do it." But whatever you do, definitely don't tell anybody or get any kind yeah. of external help. No, no. There's just nothing out there for you, folks. No, definitely not. You've got to release the inner demons somehow. Yes. But I would suggest... Rather uh, than killing... Drugs, alcohol, uh, prostitution. No, uh, no, don't. We no? don't want the psychos and the prostitutes getting together. They don't. Get, they don't need find to cross. A, find a wife, guys. That's a Venn diagram that doesn't need to exist. I wonder how saying. many serial killers would have been prevented if somebody would have just got them laid when they were, you know, I desperate. Think, I think if there were hand job parlors out there, like the ones they keep shutting down, that it would uh, keep us from having so many serial killers. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's legalize those hand job parlors so we can get the the human trafficking out of it. Yep. And we can, you know, keep people from becoming serial killers. I agree. I agree. Get that nasty juice out of you. Yeah. That's where it's all stored. That's where all the rage is. And now, fun talk time with people who know stuff and tell me things by Josh. I'm Josh Very Dark Very Quick. I'm here with the one and only. Zan. Zan. How you doing tonight, Zan? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing phenomenal. Okay, Zan, so tonight on Only John Power, we're actually talking about serial killers. How do you feel about them? Do you hate them? Sympathize for them in some weird, odd way? I mean, what's, what's, what's your thought processes whenever you hear serial killers? I am fascinated. I mean, I don't think what they're doing is right, obviously. I don't condone it, but I'm completely fascinated. Um, I will watch any movie, documentary show that has to do with serial killers. I'm in. Wow, okay. Uh, that being said, which serial killer uh, are you the most familiar with? Honestly, we're going to go old school, Jack the Ripper. We've never figured out who he is. Do you have a suspicion? Definitely a doctor because of the precision, you know, in slicing these women apart. Um, I've actually heard that it may have been a madam since they were all prostitutes. Mm, okay, gotcha. And then what, what about the possibility of, uh, you said a doctor. What if it was a failed med student? Ooh, that's a good one. Ah, there you go. Well, you guys heard it here first uh, with Josh talking about uh, how it could have been a uh, possible failed med, st- med student. Just saying. There Better we go. Study. <laughs> Better study. There you go. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. Thank you, Zan. All right. Awesome. Hi, I'm Josh with Very Dark Very Quick, and I'm here tonight with... Snow. 
Snow. How are you doing tonight, Miss Snow? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing phenomenal. So this week on Very Dark, Very Quick, we are actually talking about serial killers. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So, Miss Snow, uh, what are your thoughts on them? Are you terrified of them? What do you, what do you think about serial killers? I think they're really cool. I actually watch YouTube videos about different ones in my spare time, and I think they're just interesting. I would never want to meet one, though. <laughs> wow, wow. Okay, okay. So you're, you're, uh, you find them interesting, but you're also terrifying at the same time. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, who wants to be in a room with that? Yeah, this is true. But, I mean, that's one of the things. You never know. Maybe you're in the room with one right now. You're not, though. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a serial killer. I swear I Maybe some of the people I've interviewed, but not me. <laughs> so, which serial killer is actually your uh, your favorite one to hear about then? Ooh, Ted Bundy is always creepy, because just new stuff all the time. Really? Yes, it's just, his crimes were horrifying, mm. and so interesting to me, I don't know why. <laughs> you get to say one thing to him without him throwing his charm on you, what would it be? They think a completely different way from us, so... I just want to know why. Like, how are their brains wired? Wow. Uh, is, there, is there a contact information that they can reach out to you and kind of give you a heads up as far as why they do it? Um, I am Beware the Bun with If the Emperor Had a Text-to-Speech Device. Thank you so much for being here with us, Snow. Thank you. Serial killers, reach out to her. Say what's up. Kidding, don't do that. That's terrible. Hi, I'm Josh with Very Dark Very Quick, and I'm here with the one and only... Chris. How you doing? So, Chris, tonight on Very Dark, Very Quick, we're actually talking about serial killers. What's, what's your thoughts? What are, what are the thoughts of Chris right now? Man, you know, being a serial killer, that kind of sounds a little hot, you know? Just a, uh, like wait. a slight turn on, maybe. You, you, hang on, you, you said, uh, wait, wait say, say that one more time, Chris? Oh, I, I mean, I'm just, just saying from, like, uh, not, not my perspective, but, it's, you know, from what I've observed, like, some people might think that's, you know, kind of hot, maybe, just... Going out, killing people, keeping them in the basement. You know, maybe, you know, I want to be a victim. Or other other people might want to be a victim or something, you know? Um, I, I guess maybe someone out there probably agrees with you on that one. Maybe, like, other serial killers. Uh, I mean, you said you were one, right? Well, oh, no, no, I n- never said that. But I'm just, you know, with the perception in mind that if I were just... <clears throat> but I'm not, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, so, usually uh, here on Very Dark, Very Quick, I ask people to not say their last name. Uh, Chris, can you go ahead and tell me your last name, though? Yeah, yeah. Um, not a serial killer. That's that's actually on my birth certificate if you want to you know, look it up, Google it or something. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, so uh, you guys uh, heard it here first. Um, Chris, uh, not a serial killer, last name, uh, on Very Dark, Very Quick, is... Uh, is kind of turned on by the idea of uh, killing people. Yeah, sounds about right. It's Josh signing off very, very quick. Hey, thank you so much, Chris. Okay, cool. Uh, do you want to, like, come to my van real quick? Just, you know, check out, uh, you know, a movie or something? Yeah, no, I know I don't. I don't, Chris. I actually have somewhere to, somewhere to be with a lot of people, actually. Oh, really? Cool. Me too. It's yeah. probably the same place. <laughs> Please don't follow me, Chris. And I'm here with the one... And only... Samuel. Samuel, a.k.a. Sam, a.k.a. not the son of Sam. How do you feel about serial killers? What, what are your thought processes? I'm a big fan of serial killers. They do some interesting work. Beautiful artwork. Beautiful artwork. Okay, Sam, could you go ahead and tell me uh, why do you think it's artwork, first of all? 
Because it's a uh, beautifully drawn. Uh, have you ever, like Romeo and Juliet? It's beauty and death. Like if you want to be with somebody, just murder them. I mean, that was you're the last person that was there. Wow. Well, first of all, in Romeo and Juliet, they killed the, themselves. Is uh, is kind of what I mean, happened? So, there. I mean, this is forced Romeo and Juliet. Ah. Okay. Um. So why why are you fascinated by this uh, this forced Romeo and Juliet aside from aside from the uh, the uh, I guess eroticism that comes from yeah. it? It's, it's just you know interesting. Somebody you you just have that power. You're like you can choose when someone ends. That's pretty interesting. I love that aspect. Wow. Wow, okay. That's, I'm not going to lie, Sam. Love you, buddy. That's pretty fucking fucked up. Yeah, it's only my perspective. That's that's the uh, general accepted perspective. But anyway, Sam, so we're, we're not here to judge you, uh, and I'm sure the jury will eventually judge you someday. Do you have a uh, serial killer that you know a bit more about or a little more interested in? Like, what's 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 the deal here, Sam? Uh, my, one of my favorites is uh, Nipaku. He's a uh, South African serial killer. He's uh, famous for, like, it's Romeo and Juliet style. He uh, murders his girlfriend, eats her, and uh, he starts wearing her face. And wow. then uh, any girl that looks similar like that, he does the same thing to. He's pretty interesting. Cannibalism. So, if you're wondering what human tastes like, uh, lawn pig. I've looked it up. And also, in New York, you can eat people. Do what? You can legally eat people in New York. Whoa, 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 whoa. Explain, explain this one. Uh, there's a chef in New York who uh, will legally allow you to cut off pieces of your body, and he'll cook it for you so you can eat it. Or other people who volunteer. Wow. Okay, there you have it. Um, Josh just learned something about uh, New York and uh, potential cannibals. There you go. Thank you so much for uh, being here, Sam. Uh, you, uh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and walk away now. You, you take care, Sam. Cricket! Cricket! I'm here with... Um, most people just call me Bonesaw. Bon- Bonesaw. Yeah, man. Bonesaw. Okay, hi, Bonesaw. How are you doing tonight? Nah, man, I'm all right. Why is that thing in my face? Uh, it, it's called an interview, Bonesaw. They, they seem like all right people. They have feelings and emotion in Sue. Wow, okay. So, uh, that, that being said, have, have you, like, met serial killers then? Is that what you're trying to tell oh, me here, Bonesaw? Who the hell knows if somebody's actually met a serial killer? It looks like you're advertising that stuff. I'm going to bust out of here like some Warner Brothers frog, you know, doing all that... Tap dancing nonsense? I ain't fucking with that shit. Shit, I don't know. Well, I mean, you gotta look at it from a pure Darwinian aspect. I mean, St. Darwin done gave us evolution and all this crazy stuff. So, I mean, you gotta think about it. Those guys are like, you know, evolved apex predators. That's all I'm saying. Wow, okay. Uh, so you're, you sound like you're kind of a, kind of for circles. Uh, really. Well, I didn't say I was for nothing. I'm just saying you gotta consider all possibilities. I mean, yeah, they're breaking the law, killing people. You just can't go killing people all the damn time. Yeah, high five, man. My man, that, that's a certain dude. Check that out. That guy knows all about the high five. I'm just going to go ahead and leave now. Oh, oh, oh you don't got to go nowhere, man. Um, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Thanks, buddy. Oh, no, are you sure about that, man? I mean, yeah, you can back over here, dude. News 5 on the spot. This is a special report. Now to anchor Sally Moondick. I'm Sally Moondick with a special report. Former city mayor found at family home bathing in his wife's entrails, says his horse, Buttercup, told him the Dark Lord needed help running hell. Spokeswoman Jennifer Aston says the mayor is checking into a rehab facility and should be ready to run in the next primary. Quote, everybody has bad days, even mayors, end quote. News 5 on the spot. News when you need it. So you can find us on Twitter at... Uh, very dumpster deep. fires. De- very. Look at, at you. <laughs> where are we? <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at very d very q. 
Yeah, uh, or on Facebook at Very Dark Very Quick. Yeah, Onichan Productions. Oh, yeah, go to uh, Onichan Productions. You can see some of the video stuff we've done yeah. and look at all our podcasts. And basically, the, the, the Onichan Productions is kind of our overarching thing. That's where we store all our crap. So you can basically get to everything from there. Yeah. And one of the other things is Dumpster Fire Cinemas. Yep. You and Jordan do that. It's a movie review show. Uh, this week's episode is the Poughkeepsie Tapes. It's a little uh-huh. bit different from what we normally do. Uh-huh. If you haven't seen the Poughkeepsie Tapes, it's a Shaky found cam. footage yeah, yeah. horror movie. I yeah. uh, definitely recommend you watch it before listening, but mm-hmm. it, you know it's not too spoilery. We only explain the whole fucking movie. Yeah. We've so, also got uh, the Queens of the Millennial Queens Age. Of the Millennial or Age. Or Quatma, as they hate for me to call them. Quatma sounds a little dirty. It does. Yeah. But, but that's uh, a nice one. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, they uh, are big fans of Fifty Shades of Grey. They hate men. And they hate men. Yep. So it's a good time for everybody. Yeah. Um, let your kids listen. Uh, they'll love it. Uh, and then uh, the last one is Volk. Volk. Volk lives in a cave. Volk lives underground somewhere. He's hacked into some secret government mm-hmm. spy databases, yeah. and he's he found knows, out some pretty interesting information. He and, knows some shit. Yeah. He really so does. he's getting that out to you from the confines of his cave under the earth. And that is V-O-L-K with an exclamation point at the end. That's right. Volk. We do have a new show. It's more of a feel-good paranormal show it's a show about you know how scary light-hearted paranormal show paranormal stuff can be very scary yeah and we're we've got a guy well he used to be a guy that is taking that out of the paranormal yeah he doesn't want to frighten you he wants to entertain you yeah he wants to be your boo buddy right so the paranormal boo buddies which is a wonderful name yes, for a podcast or a cookie or whatever. Yeah. You'll hear people that have experienced some paranormal stuff, and uh, hopefully they'll tell you all about it, and that takes the fear out of it. So look for that, the Paranormal Boo Buddies. Yep. Uh, or the PBB. The PBB. Where all your finer podcasts are sold. Yeah. If you want to tune in to Onichan Productions' YouTube channel on the weekends, we're dropping the Onichan Power Hour. That's right. And which may- is a video thing that we do. So if you want to see our ugly mugs, <sighs> well, it's there and for And that you. has changed and evolved yeah. over probably the last year. And I think it will continue to do so. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically, it's the video equivalent of an ape throwing his shit at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's the way I like to think it, of it. It's just whatever the fuck we feel like doing. It really is. We put it together and we give it to you. All right. I think that's it. Yep. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. Adios, folks. Uh, don't kill anybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Please tell your friends and neighbors about us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. This episode of Very Dark, Very Quick featured Mike, Aaron, Josh, Jeremy, Crazy Vicky, Volk, and Jordan. Music by Fish Hands. Check him out on bandcamp.com.
think of being locked up, if I get locked up, I'd kill myself. I'd rather kill myself to get locked up. I'd try not to kill anybody else. Media Network Podcast.